Today on Truths That Transform. Is the love of Christ the great motivating force in your life? Does it determine all that you do? It should. Religious liberty, I think, is almost uh, public enemy number one for a great many segments of our society. And that's tragic. Happy New Year, and welcome to Truths to Transform, a production of D. James Kennedy Ministries. We want to invite you to stay connected to us on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube by looking for D. James Kennedy Ministries, and also visit us on the web at djkm.org for a robust library of programs, interviews, features, and resources. A new year is a time of new beginnings. On today's program, will help you chart a path for 2023 filled with purpose and fulfillment. And we'll share some new resources with you to guide you in navigating this cultural moment. And we begin with a look forward. 2023 is going to be a pivotal year for our nation and for this ministry. Here's a look at what we have planned by God's grace and with your help in 2023. Previous generations never could have imagined the place we're in now. The big picture is strictly Marxist. It's to create division in America, to create chaos in the streets. Uh, it's to create uncertainty about whether America is a good country or not. It's to teach children that their country really is uniquely evil and racist, and therefore it has to be replaced uh, with another system entirely, which would be socialism. Evil never sleeps, and so we can think to ourselves, oh, we've vanquished this foe. We've made societal progress here, and that's not going to rear its head again. And that's not true historically. Evil recurs. Ideologies do get buried for a time, but in so many cases, they pop up again. And so you've got a lot of different voices coming from different angles, sure, but together arguing this collective line that America is racist, and so we should hate the American past, and we should remake American society. And it's, it's not good. A lot of this is evil thinking. People aren't able to spot it as a whole, but it's having a massive effect today. The spiritual state of America today may seem grim, as we have largely forgotten God as a nation but one of the key goals of D. James Kennedy Ministries is to call America back to the Bible. America was founded by those seeking religious liberty, but now religious liberty is in jeopardy in modern America. People flocked from all over the world coming to America to experience religious freedom, to be able to practice whatever faith they want, uh, as long as they understand that the Constitution is the law of the land and the Constitution is the highest authority in the land. Religious liberty, I think, is almost uh, public enemy number one for a great many segments of our society. And that's tragic because this country uh, was founded uh, on the premise uh, that people should enjoy 
the fullest degree of religious liberty. I believe in America, we are losing our freedom because we as Christians are afraid to speak up. And that's a dangerous. One of the ways D. James Kennedy Ministries addresses issues like religious liberty is through our weekly television programs and our hard-hitting specials. Faith is under attack in America where we have a First Amendment that's supposed to defend our religious freedom. We're gonna do a special that unfolds that and also shows the path to victory in the battle for religious freedom. D. James Kennedy Ministries has been known for the caliber of the specials that we produce for years. And so stations are thrilled to have them Additional cutting-edge TV specials by the ministry in the works for 2023 include a look at the deadly impact of Darwinism. God is a God of order. He created an orderly universe. Science supports this kind of universe, a universe of law. Once we dismantle that, we take it away, then we have chaos and everything goes. An upcoming ministry special plans to look at the virtual brainwashing of so many of our young people today, including in too many of our schools. Parents who go to a school board meeting are now labeled by the Department of Justice as domestic terrorists. I would say to Merrick Garland, no sir, that's not domestic terrorism, that's called citizenship. It's also called parenting. We also plan a TV special on the incredibly positive impact of the Bible on our world. If we had never been given the Bible, we would not know God. If we had never been given the Bible, we would be consumed and dead in our sins. And we also plan specials in our Providence Forum Foundation Series on America's founding documents, the Declaration of Independence, and the Constitution, and why they're so special. There's no question uh, that liberty along the lines of uh, the American founding uh, is is inextricably intertwined with the idea of God, the God of the Bible. There's just, there's no way around that. In front of our eyes, we watch Putin showing us what socialism is. We watch the Ukrainians saying, I die for freedom. What more do you want? stand up and fight for freedom that we have here. We receive that freedom. It's our responsibility to give it to our children and generations to come. One of the ways the ministry is reaching out to our lost world is through our regular broadcast that began last September of Dr. Kennedy's messages in Russia and Pastor Rob Pacienza's sermons in Ukraine. The people in Russia and Ukraine are in desperate need of hope, and we know that's what the gospel brings. God promises in his word that his word will not return void, and our programs use the gospel, so we know that lives are being changed. We live in an age with a great deal of misinformation. Day and night there is poured forth speech, but much of that chatter is anti-God. So the ministry is developing new ways to counter our culture's lies. 
We're doing this in the spirit of our ministry's founder. Therefore, it is our prayer that through this church, the gospel of Jesus Christ might be radiated through television and radio, motion pictures and cassettes, books and clinics, and by ways yet undreamed of, unto the entire world, that the command of Christ to go and proclaim the gospel to every creature might be fulfilled in our generation. One of those ways yet undreamed of was podcasts, which of course are a very much a 21st century phenomenon. We have launched our brand new podcast called City of God with uh, Pastor Rob Pacienza. I co-host it with him. We're really excited about the City of God podcast because it will allow us to, with a lot of immediacy, address major issues that are occurring on a weekly basis and address them from a Christian perspective at a time when things are so confused when up is down and left is right uh, to be able to give biblical clarity on issues that are facing Christians as they live their daily life today. Since 1995, the ministry has had a presence in Washington, D.C. through the D. James Kennedy Center for Christian Statesmanship. And lately, there's been a renewed commitment to strengthen that presence. One of the key ambassadors representing the center is noted author and American historian Stephen Mansfield. There's never been a more important moment for the relaunch of a Center for Christian Statesmanship like what we're launching here in Washington, D.C. In November, the D. James Kennedy Center for Christian Statesmanship awarded its Statesman of the Year Award to Virginia's Lieutenant Governor Winsome Sears. I thought the election of Winsome Sears in Virginia was such a monumental event. She embodies everything that America ought to be. God is very interested in government. It's his idea. Government was always his idea. It was never supposed to be this way. We're living in chaos. America was born out of a religious-based heritage of liberty under law. And that constitution was written to limit government, not the people. The religious heritage of liberty under law, these men were influenced by the Bible, our system, our, our government is set up by that design, the three branches of government. It is designed for checks and balance. Uh, men who thought about these things, considered uh, and prayed about them. They, they studied the Word of God and they crafted a constitution that was influenced by that Judeo-Christian ethic. And needless to say, America has been one of the greatest nations in the world, in history. And it was because of that Judeo-Christian ethic. You gotta go back to our history in America and recognize the, the incredible risk that the Founding Fathers took when they created this nation um, because they were all uh, marking themselves as traitors to the crown of England. So there was an incredible risk that was taken uh, for an idea that they believed in. And now today that has been handed off to us. 
We were able to use so many different forms of media to get the message out, the message of the gospel and the way that the Bible applies to every sphere of life. We're able to do that through television programs. We're able to do that through satellite broadcasts. We're able to do that through podcasts, through books, through print media, through the internet. We are now beginning to avail ourselves of those ways yet undreamed of that Dr. Kennedy talked about taking the gospel and the cultural mandate out to the world. You and I live in a nation which is still mired in a great deal of confusion, but continuing the legacy of my pastor and mentor, Dr. D. James Kennedy, we plan to shine the bright spotlight of biblical truth on politics through our relaunch Center for Christian Statesmanship. We'll be exposing the attacks of neo-Marxism and reaching a new generation with the vital good news about Jesus Christ in a series of new documentary specials. And we're launching a new podcast as well, the city of God, and much, much more. So what does this new year mean for you personally? Let Dr. Kennedy shed some much-needed light on that question for you in this portion of his message, Spiritually Alive. Memento Mori. That's what they called it. That's what the old Romans called New Year's Eve, a remembrance of death, for that's what the end of a new year and the beginning of a whole new period is somewhat like. And what did they do? As they thought about their own mortality, they went out and got drunk. And it seems that they have a lot of followers yet today, because you see, they had no hope, and well, indeed, Might one who has no hope beyond the grave go out and get drunk when he reflects upon it? But thanks be unto God, that is not the situation of a Christian. We may rejoice as we reach another milestone in our path to meet our Maker and our Redeemer. But it is a time for reflection, consideration, an appropriate time. But consider, how did we do spiritually last year? Did you grow over the previous year? What did you accomplish for Christ? What do you plan to do for him this year? The Apostle Paul admonishes us to examine ourselves whether ye be in the faith. And I think that this is a most appropriate time to do precisely that. I am afraid that there are numbers of people in our world today who suppose that they have faith and yet they really don't at all. They have deceived themselves. So if salvation is by grace through faith, the next question that inevitably arises is, what is saving faith? Well. I think that we can say that it is the response of the whole soul to the redemptive work of Jesus Christ. So it is essential that a person come to understand that salvation is a gift from God. It is by the grace of God alone. It was paid for fully and infinitely by Jesus Christ. It is freely offered to all of those that will receive him as Savior and Lord. As many as received him, to them gave he the power to become the sons of God. 
it is absolutely essential that the heart become involved as well. He captures our affections by his unconditional and dying love for us, and we give our hearts to him in return. Is the love of Christ the great motivating force in your life? Does it determine all that you do? It should. It should be the great central motivation. Everything else that you do should be determined by that love for Christ. It doesn't matter. You don't need to be a minister or a missionary necessarily. But whatever you do, you are doing it for the glory of God. The chief end of man is to glorify God and enjoy him forever. He must have our hearts. Has Christ conscripted your heart to him? Well, that is essential to saving faith, but not all of it. For Christ demands not only our intellect and our emotions, he also demands our volition, our will. Our text this morning, the words of Christ who said, Why call ye me Lord, Lord, and do not the things which I say? Why call ye me Kurias, Kurias, Lord and Master, and do not the things that I say? We must receive Jesus Christ as our Lord. We must yield ourselves to him as Lord and Master of our lives. You know what an oxymoron is? That is a figure of speech where you have two terms that cancel each other out, such as hot ice or wise fool, which is exactly what the word oxymoron means. Well, one oxymoron that I think is particularly interesting is this. No, Lord. And yet that's what many Christians often say. No, Lord. But you see, of course, the no cancels out the lordship. And if Christ really is Lord, that lordship cancels out the no. Why call ye me Lord, Lord, and do not the things which I say? You remember the message of the angels. We bring you good tidings of great joy, for unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior. I hope you're able to finish that text. A Savior which is Christ the Lord. There is no other Savior, my friend. And if you think you have a Savior that is not your Lord... It is not Jesus who is your Savior. Because the salvation that God brings inevitably leads to a life of submission to Christ as our Lord as well. We are not saved by obedience, but we are saved unto obedience. Thomas Brooks said, The obedience that springs from faith is the obedience of a son, not a slave. It is a filial love of a son to the father who loves him, not the craven, slavish fear of a slave. 
John Calvin said, We cannot rely on God's promises. We cannot rely on God's promises without obeying His commandments. Some of you have been doing precisely that, and you are deceived. A.W. Tozer, to escape the error of salvation by works, we have fallen into the opposite error of salvation without obedience. Billy Graham said, Faith that saves has one distinguishing quality. Saving faith is a faith that produces obedience. It is a faith that brings about a way of life. So, my friends, if you would be spiritually alive, it will come by faith. Faith in the glorious salvation wrought by Christ. But that faith is a yielding of our whole soul, mind, heart, and will, intellect, emotion, and volition unto Jesus Christ, the Savior and the Lord. Why call ye me Lord, Lord, and do not the things which I say? Examine yourselves to see whether you be in the faith. Are you? Hello, and Happy New Year. I'm Jennifer Kennedy Cassidy. The dawning of a new year is a perfect time to evaluate ourselves. It's also a time for evaluating our nation, looking ahead, and making plans. As we enter 2023, D. James Kennedy Ministries wants to hear from you. We want to send you our spiritual state of the nation survey to find out what you believe are the most pressing issues facing America right now. The balance of power has changed in Washington, and we are relaunching the D. James Kennedy Center for Christian Statesmanship to give you a voice on Capitol Hill and in the corridors of power. Religious freedom, the woke assault on our schools, the undermining of the Christian faith of our children and grandchildren, there are many challenges to face this year. Contact us right away to get your 2023 Spiritual State of the Nation survey fill it out, and send it back to us as quickly as possible so we can make your voice heard where it matters. And if you're able to give a generous donation when you contact us, we'll also send you our book, Let Freedom Ring, edited by Dr. Jerry Newcomb. This book answers a very important question. Is there hope for the future in America? Let Freedom Ring features chapters from William J. Federer, Peter Lilback of Providence Forum, and former U.S. Congressman John Hostetler, among others. You'll see the true genius of the American experiment, the attacks upon it today, and what we can do to save America. And if you're able to include a generous donation of $40 or more, we'll send you the book, Let Freedom Ring, as well as our new DVD, Invasion, the Left's Long March on Christian America. This DVD features speeches given by Oz Guinness and Alyssa Childers at the recent Kingdom Come Conference at Coral Ridge Presbyterian Church. Dr. Guinness explains the nature of the cultural moment we find ourselves in, including the Marxist thinkers who still influence much of the educational system and our media today. 
and Alyssa Childers, who's the author of the book, Another Gospel, A Lifelong Christian Seeks Truth in Response to Progressive Christianity, explains how leftist beliefs are hijacking many once faithful churches. That's our book, Let Freedom Ring, edited by Dr. Jerry Newcomb, as thanks for your generous donation. And the book, plus our new DVD, Invasion, The Left's Long March on Christian America, featuring Oz Guinness and Alyssa Childers, as thanks for your donation of $40 or more. And whatever you do, please make sure to contact us to receive your 2023 Spiritual State of the Nation survey. Fill it out and return it to us as soon as possible to make your voice heard. Simply write to us at D. James Kennedy Ministries, Box 11154, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33339, or call toll-free 877-962-7677, or go online to djkm.org. A new year is a kind of new beginning. It's a time for taking stock and making resolutions about how things will be going forward. That's entirely appropriate. It's a good time for taking a spiritual inventory as well. The Bible issues the challenge to examine yourselves, to see whether you are in the faith. Test yourselves. What does the Apostle Paul mean when he writes this? He means that being a Christian and being saved is not simply a matter of mentally agreeing with some doctrines. Someone who has truly received Jesus has him as both Savior and Lord. The fruit of that relationship will be observable to others. We will grow in our faith and in our obedience to God's commands when we're truly in Christ. So what about you? Where are you right now? Are you seeing the fruit of the Spirit of Jesus in your life? If not, it's possible that you've never really received Him at all. It's indeed possible for us to deceive ourselves about these things. Jesus himself said, Truly, truly, I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. So if you claim the name of Christ, but don't exhibit any signs of new life, or if you've never known him at all, I want to call you to Jesus today. Jesus Christ, the Son of God, came into our world as a human being, died on the cross for the sins of all who would come to him, and offers you eternal life as a free gift of His grace. You cannot earn it. You cannot buy it. All you can do is receive it. And when you sincerely receive this gift, your life will most certainly change as God's Holy Spirit comes to live inside of you. If you've never done so, or you're not sure, I want to invite you to pray with me right now. Father, as we begin this new year, I want to begin a new life. I want to turn away from my sins and receive Jesus Christ into my life as Savior and Lord. I believe he died for me and that he rose from the dead in victory. Thank you for giving me this gift of eternal life through him. And it's in his name I pray. Amen. If you sincerely prayed that prayer from your heart, we have a gift we'd like to send you at no cost or obligation to you. It's beginning again, Dr. Kennedy's book for new believers to help you get started in your relationship with Christ. Contact us to receive your copy today and may God richly bless you. Thank you for joining us today. 
Remember that you're always welcome to come visit us at Coral Ridge Presbyterian Church in Fort Lauderdale. And you can also join us by live stream at crpc.tv. We wish you a happy new year. And here's a look at the next Truths That Transform. For example, my truth. I have to live my truth. What is that? That's Gnosticism, pure and simple. Not the truth, but my truth. Um, this is very common, for example, in, in discussions about transgenderism and so on and so forth. That's next week. This has been a production of D. James Kennedy Ministries.